So, since you're obviously not cashing in that briefcase on me right here, right now, tell me, who's it gonna be? Finn Balor? The one with the big head right there? <laughs> who's it gonna be? You tell me. He's gonna. Getting saved by T.A. Brutus Paul! You broke the all-time record for the largest gathering of trailer park trash the Rock has ever seen! Kinda pulls on my heartstrings. So now, we have a problem. This is Draw Straws Raw. With your host, the Raw Dog, Eric B. <laughs> Randy C. And now, on with the show! Release the hounds. Hello, friends, listeners, and newcomers. It's me, Eric B., the Raw Dog. And I'm here on Sunday night's main event, bringing you the Draw Straws Raw Review. And I'm here. With my good pal, my buddy old pal, it's Randy C. Randy C. is there fixing a towel in the background in virtual land. Randy, what is going on with that towel and what's going on with you? It is a Trent Seven towel. And hey, everybody. I'm not going to tell you what it's used for. But hey, everybody. (laughs) It's me, Randy C. And as usual, we're powered by something. This weekend, we are powered by something huge. Destiny Wrestling is at the Don Koloff Arena for Destiny Carnage. It's official. Destiny. It's official. Von Vertigo defied the odds and won the reckless scramble and the right to challenge Trent Seven for the Destiny World Championship this Sunday, March 3rd at Carnage. Tickets are still available. Go to destiny.ca for all the information. Promo codes are active until Saturday for pre-sale, and then it all ends. Again, Destiny Carnage this Sunday. Mustafa Ali. And we're also powered by Chiquita Bananas and Y Manoro. Monkeys never cups. No, they never cramp. No, they don't. I've had a couple this weekend. I haven't had enough bananas. And also, he's throwing up this plastic. He looks explain. <laughs> what are we powered by, Eric? We're powered by Rudy the Rooster. <laughs> and <laughs> it doesn't pick up on the mic. Because... It doesn't pick up at all? Come on, man. No, Just give me one. Did. Just... All right. Well, oh. guys, I'm I'm using a compressor microphone. So if you hear like a little, it's definitely Rudy the Rooster who's showing his displeasure. And since you guys loved Rudy the Rooster so much last week, he definitely had to make it back this week. And uh, there's been a lot going on in the life of Rudy the Rooster. Um, it's been a busy week. Uh, he got his first publication, Randy. He got his oh. first publication. Oh, I'm, I was hearing. I was hearing. Tell me more. 
Well, Rudy the Rooster, Rudy the Rude Rooster, apparently, uh, has been publicated and he has his own book. So, guys, if you want to hear me read the entire book as a super special thank you to everybody, uh, I went ahead and I recorded reading my the whole book by myself. Um, yes. Is that ridiculous? It sure is. But if you like the ridiculous that we throw down here at the Draw Straws Review and, you know, like it's not only talking about wrestling, that's what's up. That's what's going on here, folks. So and Randy, that, 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 that will be coming out by the end of the week and audio and yeah, well, I got to edit there, dude. Oh I just don't God. every week. I just don't sit here and come and talk on the mic and then leave and say, see you later and fucking what read I, books. What do I, what do I, I don't pay fuck... for? What do I pay you for? <laughs> Honestly, like, dude, this, this is Randy is like the head editor. I'm here to be the voice the voice of the radio. No, and you I'm are the voice. Do the talking. I want to be the voice, Randy. I am the voice. It is the voice. But yeah, anyways, Rudy the Rooster. If you want to check that out, you'll check it out by the end of the week. But I'll just do a quick excerpt here from Rudy the Rooster's book because, guys, this is one rude rooster, and he is strutting his stuff. And let's just start it off at that. Once Rudy was strutting around with his head held so high that he didn't even watch where he was going. He flipped over Frijole and landed right on Cashew's little toe. Ow, my toe, yelled Cashew, who quickly had to be taken to the school nurse. Rudy didn't even say and sign, I'm sorry, or lo siento. Folks, you heard it here first. This bird not only speaks, but he speaks in English, he speaks in Spanish, and he signs as well. So, uh, but, but what a rude and ignorant cock that Rudy is, isn't it? <laughs> hey? hey, now, don't, don't talk about my son that way. Don't no, talk sorry, about my son that way. No, anyways, that's a, that's a gift I got from somebody awesome in uh, Mexico. And yeah, it was like the best gift that I've ever gotten from somebody. And it's just hilarious because there's so many like, you know, you always have little inside jokes with people and there's just so many things about this book that sh she saw a cover of a book that said Rudy the Rude Rooster. And there's just so many ridiculous, intricate little things that all mesh together. Um, so yeah, it was a hilarious gift. And um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not enjoying my, uh, what, what was I going to say there? Yeah. I'm really enjoying myself and um, being back in Canada is not that bad, honestly, because it seems like you can still joke around and everything like that. But Randy, what uh, what was your week like, buddy? What was my week like? Oh, I'm glad you've been getting some nice reads coming in. What I used to get in the mail was uh, started with the P and ended with the Y of the variation of those books were really good to me. What? Um, Playboys, Eric. Playboys. <laughs> <laughs> and the articles were great. There was no rude, Rudy the Rude Rooster. I'm sorry. But, oh uh, my God, Randy! What you recognize me uh, without my sandals? No, I just I, oh, I I had I had a completely different word in mind when you said that. So yeah, oh, okay. sorry, man. Sorry, I apologize. Man. I'm, I'm out in left field here. But how was my week? My week was all right. We had a lot of things happen. There was some good wrestling over the weekend. Um, some elimination changer chamber head changer again. I said, said it, it again. again. Said I it said again. it like five times off air, guys. I apologize. The Elimination Changer is brought to you yeah. by Randy Charpentier, everybody. It is uh, a great event that happened. It wasn't WWE. It was something else entirely. But no, yeah, WWE did have the Elimination Chamber over the weekend. If you guys are crazy enough to wake up at 
you know, 4 a.m. or 1 a.m., whatever time zone you're in, depending on watching this thing that happened in Australia. All the kudos to you. I absolutely did not watch it live. I just admit that right away. It just, I'm not doing that, Randy. Randy, are you doing that? Like, I on. did. I did. My, you know what? My back was killing me, to be honest with me. And I woke up you're at three, 345. So what I did is I turned on the good old TV because I was like, okay, I'll put the TV on and put back to sleep. I know Elimination Chamber is going to be on. So I put it on. And then the minute I made sure that uh, the post came up on Sunday night's main event and everything else like that, the minute uh, the post came out and I'm like, yeah, who's up? Uh, our friend, Mr. The Shunning One, Sean Burkhead. Started messaging me on Facebook Messenger, and I've been away. You just called him. You just called him the shunning one. Oh, sorry, the stunning one. I apologize for that. Elimination changer, elimination chamber. You know, I'm going through mistakes today, but I definitely did enjoy it. I was really, really surprised. The women's chamber match, I liked up into a point. I didn't like the the ending, like. Tiffany Stratton, everybody's on the Tiffany Stratton or the Tiffany train or whatever you want to call it right now. She's absolutely incredible. And I've been saying it from day one. And no, I cannot hear what you're saying. So, <laughs> I, oh, there you go. I apologize. That's, uh, <laughs> that was the perfect, perfectly timed, absolutely perfectly timed message there on Randy's thing. But yeah, everybody's on the, tif- the, the Tiffy train. Everybody is definitely in Tiffy City right now. Um, too soon for her definitely to go over, I think, in right. the event. And you could definitely see why people were pissed off about it. But that's another thing that I wanted to talk about. Like WWE has really backed themselves into a corner with the dominance of Rhea Ripley. That what are you going to do? You're just going to throw Tiffany Stratton at her in WrestleMania and she's just going to be fed to the wolves. I mean, even with Becky winning the Elimination Chamber, I still am completely... Uh, unconvinced that anybody is taking that title off of Rhea Ripley. Like I just completely uh-huh. am unconvinced about that. And I think it's also hilarious that Drew McIntyre won the elimination chamber because you were like, there's no way that he's going to win. And I was like, Randy, take this. It's a hot take from Eric. Hot take. Uh, fucking giving me hot takes with that fucking garbage men's elimination chamber. It was, that was trash. It was trash. You have Logan Paul in it and he's not even doing Logan Paul stuff. Let's just be real about it, right? If you're going to have somebody like Logan Paul in the event, you want him to do super high spots. I think he had one and it really wasn't even that great. Um, I, I just a big mishmash of, of people too who don't normally gel well with each other. And you could see that very easily in the ring. You know, that's just the way I felt when I was watching it. It wasn't entertaining whatsoever. Um, I honestly give the entire pay-per-view just an a entire, what, C-plus at best, oh, wow. C-minus. No, I would have gave it a lot better than that. The, the men's elimination chamber for me, um, like Randy Orton slowed it down. Like you, like the minute that he came out and just started working that back thing, I was like, maybe he is really hurt because it was like right away. The Logan Paul, uh, Kevin Owens stuff I did like. Um, I thought it was pretty hilarious. But the elimination. Uh, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. It's not <laughs> Drew McIntyre winning. Oh, but uh, I guess you can see where he's going with it. The tag team match, right? Um, was great. Yeah. Uh, so like I don't know, and Rhea Ripley doing what she's doing against uh, Miss 
Nia Jax, it was good too. So overall, I'd give it a good B plus, but um, I wouldn't give it an A. Like it wasn't my favorite of all year and everything else like that, but I liked the stories that were made. I mean, Rhea, of course, carried Nia to like a decent match at, at you know, at best. That was Nia's best match. About it. Nia's best yeah. match ever. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, it's just even funny in the video package on Raw, though, they're showing the highlights. They show Nia Jax and then like they immediately go to a highlight of The Rock from SmackDown. It's like not even involved with Elimination Chamber. It's just Nia Jax, The Rock, Nia Jax, The Rock. It just always like you said, you you always see them following one another. Um, but yeah, I mean, man, it's like a long pay-per-view too, honestly, for like four matches to go down that stupid segment as well in the ring. I just whatever randy i just keep okay. keep little in ring segments like the grayson one effect just keep those out of pay-per-views i like have that it definitely was in perth <laughs> how can you say that put it in the pre-show randy put it in the show yeah oh. pre-show oh. fucking pre-show don't make oh. me swear like it's 10 o'clock in the morning recording this and i have to swear already i'm swearing in front of my son rudy like you just come on, man. It's okay to be swearing in the morning, Eric, when it's 10 a.m. when you're saying absolutely crazy ass things. I think maybe you should sleep in a little longer. <laughs> oh man, what can I say? I mean, Randy is just thinking about elimination, the elimination changer pay-per-view that he watched, apparently, that nobody else saw. Everybody <laughs> else was watching the chamber. But he's thinking it's like the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm sitting here like, okay, let's just get to WrestleMania already. We're pushing through things. And then also like the follow-up on Monday night raw, just watching it too. I was like, man, we're really just like kind of pushing through things to make this happen. Uh, Sami Zayn's quest to make it back to WrestleMania, his path to WrestleMania against who, what, when, and why, like, that's the only thing that I can think about here really. But uh, yeah, I mean, anyways, Randy, I guess we should uh, talk about some, wrestling for now i guess we should be and i apologize to you for everybody out there for saying words i don't know what's with me this morning it must be the medication my back really does hurt but yeah let's get in with wwe raw what are you apologizing for <laughs> we're editing it we're That's editing it. the crap out of it <laughs> so, oh my god the funny thing is just right now guys as i was about to get into the raw review i quickly opened up the rudy the rooster book to get into it as well so, <laughs> oh my god that is funny but yeah like it like i said amazing gift just like having you guys listening to the show each week but yeah randy let's get into some monday night raw it is taking place from san jose california and here we go. We have a quick recap. And by quick recap, I mean a long as hell recap of what happened in the Elimination Chamber. If you didn't watch the pay-per-view, just watch this recap. You'll know literally everything that happened. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to say about that. But here's Dominic Mysterio, who recently actually said in an interview that those boos are not piped in. His mic is not reduced. The guy just has the most heel heat in the world, and he brings out Mommy. Here comes Mommy down to the ring. Honestly, Randy, anytime that Raw opens up with a Rhea Ripley segment, I just think that their ratings just spike like mad. Honestly, it's just the way that it is. She's talking about her dominance. She's talking about beating Nia Jax. Um, like Randy said, Nia Jax's best match ever for sure, and Rhea definitely brought her there. And this brings in the man, Becky Lynch, the winner of the Women's Elimination Chamber to interrupt 
She's talking about her book. She calls Dominic a kumquat. Shut up, you little kumquat. That's crazy that she can get away with saying that on a PG, you know, a PG show. But here we are. Kumquat. There you go. Um, Becky starts talking about how she does everything and she has her, you know, best selling book. She just has to drop that in there. Randy, are you excited to read the Becky Lynch novel? Yeah, best-selling book that's not on sale as of yet. It's the best-selling book that's not on sale. Is am I just the only one saying stuff wrong all everywhere? No, I think she is. No, I no, I I can wait. Oh my god, <laughs> I definitely can wait. I definitely can wait. Anyways, Ripley, uh, Becky, they have their standoff. Randy, I am completely lukewarm on this feud. Um, even with Nia Jax running in afterwards to beat up Becky. I, I'm completely lukewarm on this feud between Rhea and Becky. I just see that there's literally nobody who can be in the way of Rhea Ripley. Really? The man versus the mommy. It's, it's a case of domestic dispute here at WrestleMania coming up. I, I, I'm actually very, very... To me, I always, always knew Becky Lynch had to be the one that wins that Elimination Chamber. Of so course. for haste to, to, against Rhea, again, it's man, man versus mommy. Why not? I like it. What? What's? Oh my God! What? No, sorry. I just I, I did, never mind. Things. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't. I didn't close the window before we started, so I was like, Oh, oh my Lord, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Um. Anyways, yeah. So there's that. Randy. Randy thinks that it's an amazing feud. He thinks that it should definitely main event night one of WrestleMania. <laughs> just. I don't know. I don't know what's happening these last couple of weeks, Randy. But I. I I, I'm just I think you're taking a lot of these blue pills before you start watching things. Yeah. Anyways, talking about lukewarm feuds and lukewarm story angles. Here comes Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And this is Sami Zayn's path back to WrestleMania, folks. His path back to WrestleMania is beating a guy who hasn't beat anybody in the last two and a half months. Oh, what are we doing here, Randy? What are we doing? What are we here? doing? I'll explain it's a exactly. Bad match. It's not a bad match. It's a good match between these two. They go wild, get 15 minutes of, of good fighting. We get strong style because that's what Sammy can do. And we do get a lot of that New Japan style Shinsuke Nakamura. But go ahead and explain it, Randy. What do you had here was two men, two men that have not won a match in months. Like you said, you had. Eric B's favorite guy, Shinsuke Nakamura, with the subtitles, with the video vignettes coming up back. What's wrong with Shinsuke? Eric goes. Then you got Sami Zayn, Mr. WrestleMania last year, that hasn't won a match in two months as well. Everybody has a story. One of these two have to have a start. So Sami Zayn's start was tonight with Sami giving the hallelujah kick to beat. Eric B is one of his favorites, Shinsuke Nakamura, to start his little journey to WrestleMania. Match one. It starts with one Eric. That's what happened. Journey, his journey against who, Randy? Against for what and why? Like, what's what journey do we have anymore? Like, everything with Sami Zayn at this point has gone so cold that why are we going to continue beating a dead horse? Like, Sami <laughs> is amazing. I love Sami Zayn. I that that time that he had where he was the hottest thing in wrestling, that was incredible to see. It was. And they couldn't pull the trigger of making him a world champion at that time. So 
he's not getting back there. I'm sorry. It's like once you get so close, he got so close to the mountaintop, Randy, that once he finally got to the peak, he slipped all the way back down. And right now, if he's even at that midpoint of that mountain, like, correct me if I'm wrong, he's not there, in my opinion. Story of my life, Eric B. Wah. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. Sammy Zane, again, this episode here shows the direction on where maybe Sammy or certain people are going. Will he be going uh, with Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins in a three-way at WrestleMania? You never know. That's what I thought, too. Or will he be fighting somebody else coming up later on? At least it's a start. You said you wanted starts. This is a start. Start a right here. Go a three-way at WrestleMania, Randy? No, no, no. No, oh, no. Okay, whatever, whatever. So it could be somebody else. I'm not spoiling it for the people because something else happens later on in the show. All right, all right. Let's go. Let's keep moving forward here. And we're going to move forward. We're going to move forward now. But we got a video that package is there with Imperium versus the New Day. This has been going on for a long time. What the hell? Somehow these guys have been feuding for almost two years. Like, how is that possible? Seriously, when I saw that in the video package, I was like, what? How long has this been happening for? Yeah. But next in the ring, we got Chelsea Green, and she is talking mud. She is slinging mud at Raquel Rodriguez, you know, who went all the way to Australia just to lose. Well, we all knew that she was going to lose anyways, but yeah, it had to happen. But this is a quick match with Randy's favorite, Chelsea Green. She gets dominated in less than a minute and a half. Yeah. You know what? Um, I'm glad for this. Uh, a lot of people don't know her. A lot of people heard. Raquel has a like a, a allergic disease, and um, I did notice something on Sunday when she was in the elimination chamber. They didn't really zoom into her face, and I I didn't know right. I asked questions in the comment thread, so on and so forth, and I did find out that she was experiencing a flare of this disease going through. So they didn't want to show up. Mm. So for her even making it and doing what she did on Sunday and then being here on Monday is absolutely incredible. That's why I should not make do wearing makeup and they're doing a zoom in. So, yeah, I saw that. So Chelsea Green, when she said these comments over the weekend, it is a play on her. Now yeah, they get along. It's a little rib and whatever it may be on it. But I thought it was pretty brilliant. And yeah. with with the squash match with Raquel destroying and when I say destroying Chelsea. Oh, yeah. So it was well yeah. worth the time and the comment for this to happen chelsea yeah, green exactly. this is why i like you you know what to say to get your minute and 30 the next week on tv you might, listen pin me pay me she is definitely <laughs> the defining moment of the female job squad right now in 2024 in wwe so yeah pin me pay me send me home i, I don't know like that sounds pretty cool like for example i follow carrion cross on instagram and Guy wasn't on the event at all, but guess what? Guess what he got to do? Travel with WWE and go to Thailand with his wife. <laughs> so yeah. it, it sounds like a pretty good life, man. Like, honestly, we always complain about them not getting airtime and stuff like that, but that's not what everybody's goal is, right? So Chelsea Green, yeah, keep it coming. Give us another minute and 30 next week. We're good to go. Sami Zayn needed that win. He says he's on his way to becoming a champion. Here comes Ludwig, followed by Gunther. And that's it. Yeah, Randy, I don't know. Yeah. 
Again, again, stop talking. Can we stop talking about Sami Zayn, please? Uh, I get it. I get it. I guess Sami Zayn is now in Eric B's Nia Jackson. No, we didn't hear Rudy again. Um, but (laughs) yeah, um, who is Sami going? Is it is it going to be Seth Rollins? Is it going to be Gunther? Like we will see. There's a lot of people already. Well, this was the first encounter. It's been encountering Gunther tonight. And uh, for all why do you get that? Yeah. You never know. Never know. Oh, oh you missed her. You said, throw oh. look at, look at, yeah. okay. I just drank mind. water. I just drank water. I almost spit it out. I almost yeah. just did a full spit take there. Well, Andy. don't worry. When we get to the point with you uh, later on in this show and you're talking about Sami Zayn, yeah, don't worry. I'm going to call you out on something. I'm going to explode. I'm going to yeah, explode, there, Randy. There you go. Anyways, Cody Rhodes is ready for The Rock's response to his challenge this week on SmackDown. As for tonight, he's ready for Grayson Waller. Wow, everybody is just sitting on the edge of their seat waiting for that match to happen, Randy. What the hell is going on this week? Oh, man. Here's Imperium for a chat. Gunther brags about retaining his title last week against Jay Uso, who gave him a fight. Gunther got lucky and retained because no one is perfect, but he comes close. It's time for him to address the future because there aren't many left for him to beat. So who's he going to take on at WrestleMania? Here comes Judgment Day. And here comes friggin' Mr. Money in the Bank talking about his briefcase and then Dominic saying that they're going to take the title. So Randy is on the point. Randy's on the point where he thinks Dominic Mysterio is going to be taking on Gunther for the IC title. And I'm on the point where I'm like, is this guy actually going to try to cash this shit in on a mid card title? Sorry. The IC title has definitely been elevated because of people like Gunther, but come on, Randy, come on. But Dam- so Damien, so Damien priest entered with the judgment day. Gunther was asking, who is he going to fight? Damien mm-hmm. priest entered with the judgment day. And yeah, he did do a little talking and he more or less said, though, if you heard him, Judgment Day is going to get new gold and take all the gold again. And Gunther specifically said, who's going to step up? Right? Nobody mm-hmm. goes, who? Mr. Big Head? Right? Which popped me. I laughed really, really hard on it. Poor JD right now, the shit he's going through. But then Dominic stepped up. It could be him. Why not? Why not, Eric B? But it, it would be good to see. I'm not saying that it can't be him. I just think that like we're a little too soon for that. I don't think that he's gotten enough run just yet to be at that point where he's definitely going to, you know, be a risk to Gunther to take that IC title home. And I feel like with guys like Dom, Dom, sorry, you've got to really continue to develop him because he definitely is a future star. Like he just needs to be handled properly. And, if he's not special and he's taken down a peg by somebody who is very special like Gunther, I don't know what will happen. Can I remind you, Mr. Eric B. Brock yes. Lesnar and Dom were supposed to fight at WrestleMania. You know this. Right? Oh yeah. True. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah those right, are the right. plans. Yeah. So that was the plan. That is, yeah. that is correct. Um, yeah. He, he who should not be mentioned on this show, oh, Mr. Sorry. Brock, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm joking guys. I'm cool with it. I'm not well. I'm not cool with that no, stuff, no, but no. that's not what I mean. I I like I like Brock still. I like him as a wrestler, and I think that he's a money guy. So yeah, it's unfortunate that that's not going to happen. But okay, that's what happens. Post break, Judgment Day runs into Rhea Ripley, 
And right after that, Dominic runs into Andrade, who is looking for his first opponent. They speak a little Espanol to each other. And yeah, we've got Andrade now on screen for the last two weeks, but not wrestling. Typical WWE, right? Typical WWE. Bring him in for the Rumble. Um, Has he done anything since then? No? Jay Jay Cargill. (laughs) Well, that's a different story. That is a different story for sure. Jade, oh God, her, her Rumble debut was just so great. So what's going on, folks? Give us that. Give us that Jade Cargill in our life. We want it. We want it now. All right, Randy, we got a San Jose street fight going on between the New Day and Perian, and the New Day come out in the finest of street fighter fit. They've got San Jose Sharks jerseys on. They got jeans. They got elbow pads on, too. I mean, Randy, they're ready to go. This is a fun match. Honestly, this is probably the most fun that I had watching Monday Night Raw. Um, just watching these these two finally beat the absolute tar out of each other and finally get some redemption to this feud that just continues to go on and go on forever because Xavier Woods' injury, because of Kofi's injury, because of Vinci's injury. But it was just a fun match with table spots, cross bodies, wild. I loved it, Randy. What did you think about it? Good answer. That was great. A good little finisher upper, maybe, to the end of this feud. And it looked good, too. Um, Shout out to Kofi and uh, Xavier wearing the San Jose um, jerseys. Um, Mm -hmm. Even though we're here from Toronto, like a little touch my heart. It brought a tear to my eye. My mother, when we were kids, when San Jose first came out, um, she used to wear a San Jose jersey all the time. To this day, she just still has it. So even when she comes over, we're in the San Jose. She doesn't even know who the fucking team is. She doesn't even know where San Jose is. <laughs> but she always wears the San Jose. It's kind of like how we all had that uh, Charlotte Hornets, uh, you know, one-piece jacket when we were kids, right? Everybody had that Charlotte Hornets jacket. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. I did. I don't care. Okay. Whatever. Are you going to judge me? No, I'm not judging you. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. Why? Because it's not San Jose. Is no, I know. No, I, I just did not want. Sorry. <laughs> now that's a nice story there, Randy. That is a nice story. But yeah, I don't know if this feud is going to be over between these two, but it was fun. Um, I'm still. I was happy that Imperium still picked up the W. I feel like they needed a lot more um, to continue their story and you know eventually potentially hold tag team title themselves. Um, once the Judgment Day drops, uh, they're both or one of those belts. I mean, like, I feel like they're kind of just sitting on them at this point, Randy. I don't know how they, uh, I actually don't know how the tag team division is currently like living and breathing, but when I, when I watch things like, um, what is it? What are they called? Catch Academy or something or. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Bates. Yeah. Yeah. When I watch Dunn and Pete and Bates, sorry, go against the judgment day. And I watch their match on SmackDown DIY, Versus those guys, I'm like, man, this tag team division is really flourishing, but they really need to get those belts off of the Judgment Day or at least one of them to give it to somebody else. Hmm. Good point. Good point. So, yeah, that's it. That's my point. I'm going to make it. All right. We got a video package on Grayson Waller. Amazing. Chad Gable comes to see Adam Pierce and he wants to challenge Gunther at WrestleMania. Gunther reduced his daughter to tears the last time, and Gable wants it more than anyone else. Pierce says, I'll consider this. But he doesn't say it's official, and he doesn't say he needs a drink. 
and he doesn't say any stupid lines, which thankfully Adam Pierce has stopped trying to make a catchphrase happen on TV. Uh, man, Randy, uh, to your point last week too, the production value of a lot of these matches are just absolutely incredible. Um, the way that they're filming things is completely different. They are doing things that make you feel like you're right there in the moment and not so much just watching on video now. So I really like what they're doing on TV. Speaking about things that I don't really like that they're doing on TV. (laughs) And speaking about tag team divisions that absolutely are not flourishing, let's talk about the next match of the night. It is Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark versus Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. What the hell happens? I mean, the match is just there immediately. Um, Baszler and Stark are upset because Hartwell and LeRae got a title shot at the elimination uh anyways this match is over in two and a half minutes and it's just it's done i mean Shayna baszler and zoe stark they're they're kind of the clear de facto winners of who should be the next female tag team champions but does anybody really care <laughs> well let's talk a little more about candice laray and indy hartwell the brian oh sorry the Macnees of the tag team women division. Do you remember Silent Brian Mackney and his brother at all on Maple Leaf Wrestling? No, you don't. They never no. won a match. I think Iron Mike Sharp won more matches than um, the Mackneys. But poor Candice and Indy. Indy goes to her home country, gets to be on a pay-per-view, and come back and gets literally squashed. Um you know, I like Candice. You know, I like Indy, too. I don't know why they're doing this to them. Um, but you're right. A tag team division that needs help. You're saying that Judgment Day got to lose the belt? The women's division need a tag team that could even carry a belt properly or have more than one tag team that looks completely good. Because this was absolutely a train wreck. Again, especially after you highlight Indy and Candice from being in it. And they put on a good match against Kabuki Warriors. But then mm-hmm. to come back and lose in two minutes, stupid. To me, it's stupid. It was absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they don't know what they're doing with this division at all. All right, yeah. they just don't know what they're doing with it, and they just keep doing it. You yeah. know, they don't. They don't care. They just want to keep on running, right? Keep on trying to go. But do you know who cares about their heavyweight division and their tag team division and everything about their belts and their stories and the run? Destiny. I didn't have an idea. Destiny Wrestling Carnage is this weekend. Play sponsored ad here. We have Sunday, March 3rd, Mississauga, Ontario, the Don Colliver Arena. Destiny is presenting Carnage with the one and only former WWE superstar, Mustafa Ali. And he's taking on Gabriel Fuerza. It's going to be one hell of a, of a, of a match right there. Not to mention that we've also got Destiny Wrestling is going to be doing uh, two matches for the start of the Women's Championship title picture, right? Yeah. Got Alexia Nicole taking on Lisa Hall and Holly Dead taking on Crystal Moon. You're also going to have Charles Mason making his way up into Ontario to take on Tarek, another guy, a hell of a talent out there. All the punches, all the kicks, and all the chops. Not to mention, not to mention that Destiny champion Trent Seven is also going to be there. 
and he doesn't have an opponent yet. So that means to me, surprise, surprise, surprise. So you're going to want to get your tickets. You're going to want to get your tickets fast. This is going to sell out. I guarantee you it will. You go to destinywrestling.ca or facebook.com slash destinywrestling. Get all your info. Get your tickets now because uh, well, I'm pretty sure we're going to be there doing some coverage. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Randy, you get me every time that you throw these ads in, honestly. Um, but, yeah, Destiny this weekend. It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, but, yeah, Randy. Oh, my God. All right. Our truth is here. He's here to to save the day. He's here to show us love and show us light and show us happiness as he does. But I really miss him being with the Judgment Day. I'm just going to throw that out there right <laughs> now. This vibe with him and DIY and The Miz trying to rekindle DX, I don't like it nearly as much as him with Judgment Day. It's not nearly as fun, man. I sort of agree with you, but I do like... Um, So this is uh, the thing about Johnny Gargano and Chocolate. They love nostalgia. They remember, like, especially with wrestling. So if there is a word said or a line said, so on and so forth, that you are seeing with even this this little uh, vignette here, they remember everything they know how to play it. Like, remember the glorious videos that they were doing um, for Bobby Roode, right? And putting them into that little story. I think it yeah. will work. If it's not Judgment Day, at least with this, it will work. Um, because there is, I, I did laugh at a couple little things that were said here. Okay. Yeah, I, I did too. I'm not saying that I didn't. I just, yeah. I think that the vibe with the other guys was a little more fun. It just yeah, no, seemed I agree. a little more fun I to agree. me. I agree. All right. Here's Randy's favorite guy in the world to come out. Here's Drew McIntyre for a quick chat. He's talking about his Elimination Chamber win and he's saying, folks, we did it. Randy loved it so much. Randy loved this so much. Honestly, WWE truly had to pivot in this direction once CM Punk got injured. Where else were you going to go with this angle? Um, it just Drew McIntyre is kind of who else? Like, I know Randy is like not happy that he won, but Randy, if not him, who else? I know maybe a lot of people would be like, well, LA Knight, everybody loves LA Knight, but you need a sense. You need a monster, but we're going with the philosophy. If you're, everybody's upset about the Sami Zayn's and the Shinsuke's and everybody else that's going on this big ass losing streak, and then you put a fire and torture underneath them, and they win two in a row, and they're now in uh, the main event of WrestleMania. It's the same philosophy. Um, now it's not that I, point blank. I just don't like Drew, right? So it's just on my fault. But they need a big guy. Like Drew is huge. Drew is bigger. Have you ever seen Drew and Brock stand side by side? Actually, Drew looks bigger. Like, you know what I mean? So they do need a monster. So, yeah, why not? Right? Why not put him against Seth? As Eric's reading is Rudy the Rude Rooster book. It's not even Always. I'm paying a lot of attention to you, Randy. (laughs) I'm paying paying so much attention to you that I'm even going to say to you, Lo Siento and Sorry, and I might even sign it to you as well. Oh, nice. Thank you. I'll do it. There you go. There you go. That's that's a shout out there, folks. Rudy, the freaking rude rooster. And Randy is just not happy about Drew McIntyre, but he gets it. I get it. He gets it. And that's OK. And that's all right. And and that's what we're going to do here at the network. We're going to have a good time having a ball. Don't stop Randy now. OK, Randy, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, man. It's, okay. it's a good thing that my, my mic is a condenser microphone. You guys don't have to hear my uh my awful diatribe for too long. Anyways, Rollins is here to answer and he is 
in the most ridiculous pair of bell-bottom suede red pants that I've ever seen in my life. Um, quick side note, too, because we didn't talk about this yet, Randy, but there's a lot of replays of shoeys going on in Australia. Yeah. All right. What are your thoughts on the shoey? So, guys, just so before I, I go into that, if you don't know what a shoey is, it's where you pour a beer in your shoe and then you drink it out of said shoe. So, Randy, what are your thoughts on a shoey? Um, culture is amazing thing, right? And when you go to different countries and the different cultures and the different, uh, uh, rit- is it rituals? What, what, what is the word that, uh, I could use for it or, uh, traditions or traditions. Like, yeah. yeah traditions. That's tradition. good like Newfoundlanders, yeah. they have the, the mummers, right? Mm-hmm. Australia has a shoey. So good for them. Would I possibly do it? Probably not. Um, but I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me, too, because I guess they're the origin where it came from. They wear a lot of sandals. So where does the shoe yeah. come from where there's a lot of sandals? So I don't know. Well, a lot of lots of shoeys going on on TV this week, definitely with WWE being there in Australia and it being one of their traditions. No. I, I'll tell you, Randy, I personally know somebody who would definitely do a shoey out of a red suede stiletto in a heartbeat. <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah. Do, do, do tell or no, we can't say this name. Do you want me to tell the story? No, no I can't. Oh, tell the story. No, we yeah, we yeah, do yeah, stories yeah. at the start, dude. We yeah, do yeah, stories at story the start, time. but it is, it was one of the best stories that I've ever been privy to in my entire nice. life. Nice. <laughs> and uh, definitely a memory and um, yeah, definitely something that I'll never forget. Anyways. Yeah. All right. So next up here, um, they're still chatting, guys. Honestly, Rollins respects Drew McIntyre, blah, blah, blah. Randy feels like this is probably going to turn into a three-way with a future WWE champion, Sami Zayn. It's impossibly, man. Just calm down. There's a whole bunch of things going on in this episode. They're going to face off for the title. They're going to face off for the title and may the best man win. Again, guys, I mean... It's kind of redemption for Drew in a sense, because when he won his title, he did it in front of nobody. So this at least gives him a chance to go up for the title at WrestleMania. Probably not going to win it. There might even be a cash in or something like that or a three way or a four way. Who knows, Randy? We might go all the way up to six. Might go all the way up to six. Throw Ricochet in there. Ricochet. We know Ricochet is going to make it somewhere one day. But Nia Jax versus Liv Morgan is next. Again. Oh, can we pause on that for a second though? Can we yeah, pause sure. on this before. I hope if Drew wins against that, this is where I pray that is the day Damien Priest does cash it in and get a whole new I do and, and then when Drew holds up the belt and gets fucking just like the big boot to the fucking face. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm too excited for this. That'd yes. be great. Oh yeah, yeah that would be, be great. That'd be brilliant. Honestly, Your I think that's the little best way to do it. Drew down on the ground. Never mind. Let's go. I'm not. A, Morgan for... I'm not a fan of Drew. Mac- I'm not a huge fan of Drew McIntyre, folks. I'm just gonna say that I believe this role, and I think that the stuff that he's been doing in this uh, current character set that he is playing is probably the best stuff that he's been doing in a very long time. I don't think it's the best stuff he's done in his career. He's not as over as he used to be when he was a champion, but I think it's good. I think it's enigmatic, and I think that it is eye catching. I like it. 
Uh, he's right. lying. He's lying, folks. He's wearing a shirt and eating blood pudding as we speak. So go ahead. The Morgan versus Nia Jax. <laughs> Liv slugs away to start, but she's knocked to the corner with a big hip attack from Nia Jax. Oh, guys. Anyways, yeah. Uh, Samoan Samoan drops. Uh, Liv Morgan actually does get a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, like when she jumps out of uh, the ring and Nia Jax catches her, gives her the drop. That unfortunately leads to the DQ finish when Becky Lynch comes in and attacks Nia Jax. A little bit of payback from the man. Um, but yeah, this match kind of went on a little long for the DQ finish, I felt. And I didn't, again, like we're talking about people who have made their returns and they're supposed to be kind of booked appropriately. Liv Morgan didn't really look like a solid threat to Nia Jax in this match at all. Um, I get the finish because it protects her somewhat. And then it also sets something up between her and Becky, uh, you know, maybe a program before WrestleMania, because now Liv is mad that Becky interrupted and took the way a chance of just getting a clean win there. Oh, wow. More opinions on that. I agree with you. Liv, Liv, it's Liv and Nia, man. What can Liv really do? But in turn, she always has a chance. She was a champ. You know that, right? She was a woman's champ. She can beat Nia. She's beat her in the past. It is the obstacle. So I actually don't mind how they did this because you're right. It gives another little spinoff. Now she can be bad at Becky Lynch. They're really mm. putting a rocket, rocket underneath Liv Morgan in a in a, a way to protect her. So I don't know. I, another another okay Nia Jax match. Can you believe it? It was okay. It was just okay, folks. And you know what? That's enough for Nia Jax. That's enough for her to get by. We know why she's getting by in the company, folks. We don't need to mention it because guess what? As soon as she went off of screen, they showed another rock clip. <laughs> amazing. Go. Just amazing. Hey, we love it. All right. Uh, meh. Anyways, Grayson Waller with Austin Theory. They're ready to disrespect Cody Rhodes like Rhodes did on Saturday um anyways whatever apparently paul paul Heyman can be seen here in the background this is probably one of the most ridiculous main event matches that you'll see on monday night raw in a very long time once it finally happens too um we do get a nice shout out and acknowledging the passing of ollie ollie anderson you know the fake brother of arn anderson uh which was nice to see wwe do that especially because didn't really spend any time with her company. So that was good of them to do so. Well, original he, four horsemen, man. Part of it, 1967, he, he started wrestling. I don't know. I was a big fan. So Yeah. No, he was he, brilliant. No, honestly, very, very smart the way that he latched on to that fake brothership with Arn Anderson. And uh, it was good, man. No, seriously, it was, it was smart how they did that. Becky Lynch is here. She's talking to Adam Pierce. He gets Nia Jax next week. It's going to be official. Liv Morgan comes in to yell at Lynch for interrupting, saying not everything has to be about her. Not everything has to be about you. And it was just ridiculous. Honestly, I was like, oh, you're making Liv just look absolutely stupid on her return. But I don't know. I was thinking about it earlier before we recorded, and I was like, was anybody really super hot about Liv Morgan's title run when she was SmackDown's women champion? Was anybody really hot about it? I enjoyed it. Sorry. 
<laughs> you can you can hear in randy's voice just how much he enjoyed it oh Angel. okay i i liked it it was I all did. right i guess no 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 i didn't know what to say because you said was there anybody and i was like no me i don't know but it's okay <laughs> rude rude randy over there is going to get a book published about himself <laughs> after this show okay jay jay uso is there in the back they're apparently uh doing some new jackie redman thing that's going to be exclusive to youtube but he's there and he's talking about how he was going to win but he didn't win he got interrupted by his brother here comes drew mcintyre to interrupt everybody is just a so you know what? They should just call Jackie Redmond's show a girl interrupted because this entire thing is just interruptions the entire time. And guess what? It looks like Drew McIntyre and Jimmy Uso are going to have a fight next week. They're going to have a fight, Randy. Is that what? They, oh, I didn't even hear that over that part. I understand that. Oh, sorry. I'm so sick of this. I'm just so sick. <laughs> so You're talking about Rude Randy, man. You've been so negative this whole episode. Rude Randy. Oh, I'm tired. I'm, just, I'm giving the people what they want. Okay. okay? I'm giving the people what they want. And people want adverse opinions and they want to disagree with me. So I'm I'm happy oh. to go ahead and be, you know, this voice of unreason today and it means that it's going to get us you know going to get us by this episode randy but you know what I, I was like in a little disbelief here drew came up to jay and i'm like he's coming up to him just to say hey man sorry like don't worry about it like is something interfered like i thought he was like there was a little confusion on his face as he healed but nope he punched him in the face and that was it yeah we're probably having him at, having a match next week i don't know but uh yeah who cares about drew right Right? Having a having a match and having a laugh, my friend. There you, there you go. A match and a laugh is what Randy really likes. That's staying in. You good? I'm good. Staying in. Okay. Keep going. Right. I'm not editing this. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So that leads us to the apparent main event of the evening, guys. And that's Grayson Waller versus Cody Rhodes. If you didn't shut off your TV when this was going on, then all the kudos to you folks, because it was just... So weird to have this match as the final match of the evening. But there's, of course, reasons to it. Cody Rhodes gets the win here, obviously, over Grayson Waller. It would only make sense. It's a tune-up match, especially after losing last week. It only makes sense that he gets a win against an easy opponent. Cody Cutter, Crossroads, match is done within eight minutes. But after is what we're going to talk about, Randy, because post-match, here comes Paul Heyman. And guess what? He's got two phones one's for the plug and one for the hose dude he's got two phones one of them is a bloodline phone i think it's roman the other one is a rock phone i guess it's the rock a brahma bull so to speak but randy how ridiculous is it that he has two phones one to call like each one specifically like can you just put the phone number in both phones dude like i get it but get but, it. but 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 think of this Think of his age as a 52 year old man. I can understand his uh little uh confused, confused, confused so he doesn't have an iPhone, these are flip phones, right? You don't have conference call. So, what he does he, when he wants to talk to them both, he has to have those two phones so he can put the phones together and talk in conference call. Oh. Uh, it's very easy when you're my age, you understand how to how things do work, right? So, here you go. You wanted to know now, you know. Randy just aged himself you entirely know, here, folks. Now you know. Sorry, now you know, folks. But yeah, anyways, Cody gets uh, completely cornered by 
four or sorry, three local talents in black suits. It's just absolutely ridiculous. He dispatches them easily. He's yelling at Paul Heyman, call them, call them. It's just, yeah, it's a dumb ending to Raw, dude. And I was just so, oh man, when I saw it, I was like, this is the way you're going to end this show. I mean, we're just, we're getting so much closer to WrestleMania. And here it's just like, why are we doing this, man? I don't get it. I don't like it. Why wasn't any of the bloodline there? Why does it have to be guys in black like suits? Seriously, why is there were were off duty officers, New York police officers um, that were trying to in San Jose? In San Jose, yeah. <laughs> it's, they, they you ever been to San from, Jose? Yeah, traveled from New York to San Jose. The, the well, right here, even in the notes, it says the New York Police Department goon squad enters the ring. <laughs> so yeah, they're in San Jose. So they're off. They're off work, man. Bloodline got money. New York Police <laughs> Department is the best. Nothing against San Jose. <laughs> just give it a break. Give it a break, man. But, That's uh, the best, dude. What? That is the best. It is. That See, is the I best. got you. It's the best thing that you've said. Oh, okay. That's what it's it says right here. I'll copy and paste it if you wish. But uh, yeah, no, Grace. I don't know. I I think I enjoyed the show a little more than you. You like Grayson Waller? He's the man of Australia. <laughs> Randy, that wasn't the question. To you? <laughs> I just gave you the answer. I mean, I like I, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. Yes, I do. Uh, I think they're a good pairing. I really do think that yeah. they're a good pairing together for sure. Um, I think it helps both of them, elevates both of them a lot uh, to be with each other. I think that Grayson Waller is definitely uh, a good up up and coming heel for WWE. Um, it was just really random to have him here with Cody Rhodes for sure. But anyways, Randy, I've ranted enough about it. What the hell did you think about Monday Night Raw? Oh, thank you. And that's fine. It's rant about it. It's all good. Everybody has a bad week, and this might be yours. Eric, I didn't have a bad week. It, it, it's all good. It's it's like, like you know what I mean? No, like I'm watching TV. I'm saying. Oh, so yeah, you're not yeah. like watching. True. So true, true. Eric B, it's okay. But Eric B, right. what did I think? What did what I think? think of this week's uh WWE Raw from San Jose, California? Well, I want to know. Wel- welcome to in this corner. Welcome to In This Corner with Zane. It was good. Thank you. Well, guys, you heard it here first from Randy. An in-depth review of how much he enjoyed Monday Night Raw. He is giving it two towels out of two towels and five bananas out of five bananas. He's got a bushel of bananas in his hands and he's ready for the week. Exactly, exactly. You didn't you didn't enjoy it? I think I gave my preference all throughout the show, unfortunately. I think I just No, uh, you did. You did. I, I think I, I kept just, asking you. I kept asking. Yeah. We kept going back and forth at each other about it. So it's all yeah. good. You don't need to rant anymore. Like I said, I ranted enough. You guys heard my ridiculous diatribe. You heard me talk about a 
plastic rooster. That is like my favorite thing ever. And you heard me talk about wrestling. So I hope you enjoyed the show. So if you are here till the end of the show, first of all, thank you so much. Shout out to all the people that do so. The Rob Arbics, the Gimpies of the world, all the people who send messages to me and Randy during the week. We are just a big fan of you guys. Even Sean Burkhead, believe it or not. And the Derek, don't don't forget Derek Cockburn. There's a whole bunch out there. Yep. There's a whole bunch out there. Yep, exactly. There's a whole bunch of you out there. So, hey, if you want a shout out, just shoot us a message. We'll do a shout out for you anytime. Um, like we said last week, too, if you need us to go ahead and do a short ad read for you guys on anything that's coming up, whether it be a party, whether it be your small business or anything, hey, five bucks is five bucks. Five bucks gets you 20 seconds of airtime here with me and Randy. And uh, yeah, but thank you so much for listening, guys. We always appreciate you. Randy, where can people find you, message you if they want to? Oh, fantastic. Thank you for asking. Yes, we're on YouTube as well. You can follow us on YouTube, YouTube youtube.com forward slash draw straw raw. I have an Instagram. Yes, sir. I am adopted. Yes, sir. I'm adopted is my, uh, sorry, not my Instagram, my Twitter. Don't get confused <laughs> with my side account. At Rudy is not my son. Um, so don't get confused with that. <laughs> Again, Instagram, you can follow Sunday Night's Main Event. Uh, Sunday, Sunday Night's Main Event on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Sunday Night Main Event. They have a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash SME Radio. You get a whole bunch of wonderful shows. Like the Smack Daddies. Like All Elite Geekly. Like MLW Rewind. Straight Talk Wrestling. The Godfathers Podcasting. Of course, the main show, Steve Swift's Rambling Reviews. He has a Portland one as well, um, as well as The Law Live Audio Wrestling. And Eric, where can they find you? Oh, they can always just send me a message on Facebook. That's probably the easiest way to do so. If not, just shoot me a message on Instagram. I am wrestling with Eric. That is without a W, without a G. I know that's very confusing. But I hope that I get guided you a little bit on the way there. So, uh, guys, yeah, thank you so much for listening, as you always do. Until the next time, please take care of yourselves and each other. And, yeah, live your life happy without stress. And everybody, everyone. Oh, that's perfect, though. It touched my heart. Um, Everybody live, laugh, and love wrestling. Monkeys never collapse. Fuck. <laughs> That's the wrong one. This is. <laughs>
Any way you want to eat them It's impossible to beat them But bananas like the climate Of the very, very tropical equator So you should never put bananas In the refrigerator Bananas are a solid food that doctors now include in baby's diet. And since they are so good for baby, I think we all should try it. Oh! See, 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 see.